Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of Bat Books for Beginners. My name is Nick and today I'm covering a story called The Misfits. This uh, covers issues 7 through to 9 of the Shadow of the Bat series. It came out in 1992. It was written by Alan Grant who also wrote the last story I reviewed, The Last Arkham, which I enjoyed immensely. And the art is by Tim Sale, who you may be aware of through the Long Halloween uh, or Dark Victory. Um, I really enjoyed both those books. Uh, the art in particular was very interesting. So I'm eager to see what he can do here in a regular comic uh, storybook arc. So the question is, who are the misfits? What is that? Some kind of joke on your name? Chancer. A costumed criminal from Texas arrives in Gotham City. He steals money from an armoured truck and comes into conflict with Batman. Just when Batman is getting the upper hand, Chancer jumps off a building to escape, but Batman cannot find Chancer's body on the ground. As it turns out, before Chancer could hit the ground, he was saved by the Catman. Catman offers him a job. He says that he and two other criminals have something big planned. Calendar Man uh, arrives at Catman's hideout along with Chancer, and also Killer Moth turns up. Catman offers Chancer an opportunity to join the group of so-called misfits and promises Chancer he can have a share of $10 million. Killer Moth explains the plan to Chancer, a triple kidnapping that involves Commissioner Gordon, Mayor Kroll, and millionaire Bruce Wayne. The Misfits set their plan in motion, as Alfred is driving Bruce to the Wayne Foundation building, an explosion goes off. Killer Moth and Chancer attack from a nearby building. Bruce Wayne tries to fight off the villains, but Killer Moth shoots him in the chest with a tranquilizer dart, and they escape with Bruce Wayne. Meanwhile, at a charity gala, Calendar Man and Catman activate a device that sends low-frequency sonic waves flying into all present and they manage to escape with James Gordon and the Mayor. The Misfits then place a call to the police department and demand a ransom of $10 million, or their victims die at 9 o'clock. We learn of a, um, another character called Nimrod, who is searching for the villain Chancer. He sees that the bat signal has been lit and follows it. Um, he arrives and hoping to meet Batman, but Robin arrives instead. Nimrod explains that Chancer framed him for a crime. Robin refuses to listen, but Nimrod then tells him that he knows where the misfits are holding the hostages, and Robin will have to let him free if he wants to find out. Nimrod believes that the misfits are being held at the docks because the kidnappers claim that the victims die at 9, and the tide comes in at 9. And meanwhile, at the hideout, the misfits take Bruce Gordon and Mayor Kroll and they put them in a crate hung over uh, some water. And Killer Moth, whilst the others aren't looking, decides to lower the crate and tries to drown the hostages. Robin arrives at the docks and tries to infiltrate and find out where Bruce is with the hostages, whilst uh, the misfits deal with the ransom that's being brought by Sarah Essen Gordon, uh, Commissioner Gordon's wife. The Misfits get the money, they run away, they begin to divide it amongst themselves, and then Nimrod, who's been following them, arrives, uh, gets involved, tries to stop them, um, but gets shot by Killer Moth in the leg, who attempts to kill him. Robin saves Bruce from the underwater crate, along with the other hostages, and Bruce uh, quickly changes into Batman and arrives to help Nimrod in the fight. He battles the rest of the Misfits and is, is victorious.
So in review, um, I thought it was great to see some of the B-list villains in action. As uh, Killer, Killer Moth says in this story, they always lose. They're fed up of losing. So you kind of start to root for them a little bit. They're fun to read. You begin to like them. It's kind of tongue-in-cheek because we know these villains are a little bit silly. And it's amusing that they always end up on the losing side. And we know that they're a little bit useless, but they're fun to read anyway. I really enjoyed the dynamic out of that whole misfit group. The Killer Moth I thought was pretty brutal and he's so desperate to win just one crime that he is willing to do anything I think to, to do it and that's you see that when he tries to drown the hostages. I thought Calendar Man had a radically different appearance from what we've seen in The Long Halloween for instance which was done by the same artist. Um, I think I prefer his more basic look um, as just the bald man in Arkham Asylum as opposed to this capes uh, masked calendar man didn't work I thought he was just a bit cliche to be honest uh, the art style was really great really impressive and it reminded me of course of Tim Sale's Long Halloween he's got that style he doesn't he doesn't divert from it very much but if it ain't broke don't fix it and I think it works perfectly and I, I still really like it uh, Catman was amusing. Um, I think it's interesting he always has this parallel, certainly stylistically and appearance-wise, to Batman. They, they look and feel the same. Um, and I would like to know a little bit more about Catman. I thought Chancer was a bit of, was the weak link of the group. Um, he just happens to be lucky, so he can jump off buildings and knows that people will stop him, save him. He won't die somehow. I thought that was kind of weak. Um, I maybe ran out of ideas there. We're just going to have a lucky guy. Um, so I wasn't too keen on that. I thought it was a bit strange. Uh, the Nimrod storyline running through the story was a bit of a non-event. It was always there in the background. Then you get the conclusion towards the end, and it's pretty weak. So um, that could have been taken out entirely. I thought it was a bit of a waste of time. But overall, pretty good story, good fun light-hearted, a, quite a good one-off story, one or two small flaws, but um, I, I enjoyed it overall, so I'll be giving it four out of five Batarangs. So next time, our focus is shifting uh, back to the Tim Drake Robin as uh, we return to a series that I started a few episodes ago. That was Robin, A Hero Reborn, as we saw Tim Drake take his first steps as the new Robin. Now we're, take, we're looking at the sequel to that called Robin, The Joker's Wild. And here we're going to see Tim face another big challenge in his early Robin career as he takes on Batman's greatest foe. How will Tim do? Find out next time. I've been Nick, and now I'll send you back to Dustin and the guys. See ya.